Okay. Well, welcome back, you guys, to another episode of the Mr. Healthy Habit Show. I thank you so much for joining me here for a continuation of our discussion on Taoism. And today we are going to talk about letting go of things in life. Letting go of things in life and approaching life with an empty cup. Now, in Taoism, there is a passage, a passage about how the universe and the sage treats everything in the world like a straw dog. Now, what exactly is a straw dog? A straw dog is a ritualistic Chinese ornament that was used back centuries back in Taoism. And what people would do with these straw dogs is they would make them themselves. They'd make them themselves is kind of like a project. Uh, you can imagine the time and effort you might make if someone asked you to make a dog out of straw for a ritual practice. You'd make it your own. You'd make it unique. You'd probably want to do all kinds of nice things to it and do a good job with it. It's something that everyone's going to see, something that you might have an opportunity to showcase some some arts and craft skill with, something that you'd probably would be proud of and that everyone would enjoy looking at, and something that would be unique to yourself. No one else would make the same straw dog. And what they would do with these straw dogs is in ritual practice, they would burn them. They would burn them and sacrifice them as a practice of letting go, of letting go of something that they put time and effort and enjoyment into, something that they took themselves and put themselves into, a personal personal job, personal work that they've done. And they would just let it go and sacrifice it, burning it. Now, the belief was that this allowed them to rid themselves of sin this would allow them to be forgiven of their discretions in life, this practice of letting go. It would also have the added benefit of making you a stronger person in life, about allowing you to be the type of person in life that is is more capable of letting go of the circumstances and situations in our lives that we have no control over. You see, I could liken this to my podcast. My podcast is very much a straw dog. It's something that I put time and effort into, something that's taken time to research and to study and to learn and to grow, something that I've enjoyed, something that I'm proud of, something that I can share with all of you. And hopefully this might help you in some ways to go about life and approaching it in a manner that you would not have before that would make things easier for you. And I'm hoping it'll do the same for me, make things easier in life for me by adopting these different type of philosophies that I've been studying and putting into this podcast. But I do realize that just as the straw dog goes, one of these days, this podcast is going to go. One of these days, the universe is going to decide that it's time for me to hang up the mic and rid myself of this podcast. Now, I've put a lot of work into this. I've enjoyed doing it very much. But 
I must understand that it is a series of unfolding cosmic events that caused me to create this podcast. This is a mix of many different influences and experiences in my life that have compelled me to be the type of person to create this podcast in the manner that I've created it. Just as such, there is a series of cosmic events that are unbeknownst to me that are currently being played out that will one day lead to the end of this podcast. And it will ultimately be God, it will be the universe that will decide when it is time for me to hang up the mic and end this show. And when that does happen, I've got to let it go. I've got to let it go and allow myself to burn it and sacrifice it to the universe just like a straw dog. Just like a straw dog, it will make me a better, stronger person. This practice of letting go of things like this. Because you see, I can't control when this podcast is going to be over. That's not up to me. God will decide that. I'm just going to keep going. And then when God decides that it's time for me to end the show, that's going to be it. The only thing I have control over, whether if I have control over anything at all, is how I respond to that. Am I going to look back and think, oh, no, geez, the podcast is over. I'm upset about this. Or am I going to look back and then think, well, geez, that was a lot of fun. You know, I really enjoyed that. I hope everyone that listened enjoyed it. What's next for me in life? Let's approach life with an empty cup, pour out the podcast and look forward to the next adventure. So in the Tao Te Ching, when they talk about how the universe and the sage treat everything like straw dogs, that is very much what they're talking about, is to realize that everything that comes into our life is impermanent and leaves just the same way that it came in. And our job here is to learn to let go of these things, sacrifice them like a straw dog with no attachment to them. Now, this doesn't mean that we don't appreciate what comes our way in life. We don't enjoy it. I very much enjoyed this podcast. I very much appreciate being able to do this. And it's been a lot of fun. But that doesn't mean that I have to be attached to it. You see, enjoying something, appreciating something, and being attached to it are two different things. Enjoyment and attachment do not have to be synonymous. I can enjoy this podcast and share it with, with you all very much so, and I do. But that doesn't mean that I have to be attached to it when it's time to let it go. When it's time to let it go, the more I enjoyed it, the more pleasurable it was for me, the more fun it was, the more work that I put into it, the greater the reward that will come when I do have to let it go. Now, I'll give you another story here to try to emphasize this and hit these ideas home. So, my boy has grown quite attached to his long hair. He loves his long hair. He's got long, spiraling, curly hair that he got from his old man. And everywhere he goes, people compliment him on his hair and tell him, you know, oh, your hair is so beautiful. We love your hair and this and that. And oh, yeah, you know, your sister's going to be jealous of your hair one day. And, you know, he's learned to identify his hair as part of him. Uh, I've noticed this and I'm 
taken a note to try to make sure that he knows that his self-worth has nothing to do with his hair. His hair doesn't change him as a person. And he started to develop some habits along with the hair of chewing on it, which wasn't a good one, which kind of drove me and his mother nuts. And along with that, with getting in his eyes, and it was just time to cut it, you know? Uh, so we were starting to tell him, you, we're going to have to cut your hair. And at first, I can tell that he had an issue with this. He really didn't want to do it. And I don't blame him, you know? A lot of people said nice things about his hair. It's going to be difficult for him to just let that go. But I tried to explain to him how it's not good to be attached to your hair like this. You need to know that your value is what it is, regardless of the hair. If we cut off your arm, you're still the same person. It doesn't change who you are inside. And we're just talking about cutting your hair. We're not cutting off your arm. So I tried to emphasize that to him. And, you know, he was starting to come around to it a bit. But I can tell that the idea of cutting his hair still bothered him. So then I tried to explain to him how cutting his hair is going to make him a better goalie. You see, he already has a pretty insane ability to let things go and let things pass. A lot of that comes from him just being a good kid and his work as goalie. Being a goalie is a very cerebral position, the most cerebral position on the field. You've got to be able to let that last goal go and focus on the next one, whether you stopped it or not. If you stopped it, well, you don't know that you're going to stop the next one. And if it got by you, you got to not let that psych you out and go for the next one with all your heart and not let it shake your confidence. And he's got an ability to do that. You know, not many kids do, which is why not a lot of them want to play goalie. You know, they they let the ball pass and it gets inside their head and it psychs them out and you can spiral down very easily like that. I mean, you see that happen today in professional sports where a quarterback will be pulled or a goalie will be pulled because they're just having an off day. One event leads to the next event and it can psych you out very easily. But my boy has a pretty insane ability to just let that one go and focus on the next one. And so I try to explain to him that by holding on to his hair, it's not going to serve him as a goalie. He is training his brain to not let go of things and to become attached to things. And by doing so, the next time a goal kick gets past him, He's going to have trained his brain to respond to that in a negative way by being attached to his hair, by letting go of his hair, by just cutting his hair and letting go of it. He trains his brain to let that last goal go, to let it go and focus on the next the next attempt at him. I pointed out to him, I was favorite soccer player, uh, Guillermo Ochoa, the goalie for Mexico, who he looks a lot like. The guy's got long curly hair too, and he grew his hair out too, and he had long curly hair just like my boy. And one day we were watching him play, and it was short. He totally cut it. And I told him, hey, look, Ochoa cut his hair. He just let his hair go. He just let that go. And that guy's got his picture all over the world. He's one of the most famous goalies in the world. It, his, his face is practically a brand. And he just cut it off. He just cut it off. And that is the practice in life that you have to have to follow if you want to be the type of goalie like him who is going to let things go and focus on the next.
And so I told him that and I can see that he started coming around to it. And then I hit him with something else. And I told him, hey, you want to be the kid in class that has all this long hair for the school year and then just one day shows up and it's cut and everybody's shocked and is like, oh my God, Jesse cut his hair. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, I cut my hair. That's not a big deal. It's gone. And then just laugh about it. Laugh. Yeah, I cut my hair. Ha ha ha. Isn't that funny? You know, that's the kind of kid you want to be. You don't want to be the kind of kid that's that's going to cry when he's got to let his hair go. So I told him that, and then I can see that he was coming around to it more. But every time we brought up the subject again of him cutting his hair, I can tell that it still, it still kind of bothered him. So then I came up with one more bit of inspiration to help him let go of his hair. And I told him, you know what we can do? We can put your hair into ponytails and then cut the ponytails and then put them in a Ziploc bag and then we can send them to locks for kids or some other kind of place where they accept hair donations. I explained to him that there are many kids out there your age that lost their hair, that lost their hair because of some kind of illness. Either they've got cancer and lost their hair due to chemo treatments or lost their hair for some other reason. And I told him, just think about a little girl your age that lost her hair because of some illness. And now she's got a whole new head of hair. She's got a wig made from your hair, which everybody's loved and is complimented. Imagine the smile on her face when she puts your curly hair on her head. Imagine what that's going to do for her. And then at that point, with no regard, he was ready to cut it. And he said, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to cut it and we're going to donate it. And it just grew his little heart to know that he was going to sacrifice his hair and let it go and give it to someone else who was able to better benefit from it. What a sweet kid. What a sweet kid. I love him so much. It was the concept of doing and helping others that really is compelling him to cut his hair. And that is a great thing. That is a lesson in life. As a matter of fact, going forward, we plan on adopting a new practice where we're going to let him grow his hair out again. He's going to grow it out for another year or two until it's about 10 inches in length. And then he's going to cut it off again. He's going to let it go again, just like a straw dog. He's going to let it go and sacrifice it to someone in need of it. Someone who is going to get a lot of enjoyment and pleasure out of it. And he'll have the added benefit of letting it go and learning to do for others. So that is my personal stories here that I wanted to share with you here on this podcast about straw dogs and letting things go. And so now to speak a little bit about approaching life with an empty cup and exactly what that means. Now, there's a number of ways that I've come up with to interpret this philosophy. Um, one, for example, comes from a philosophy instructor that I had listened to give a lecture through the Great Courses series some time ago, where he describes a pilgrimage that he took, so to speak, to Japan to meet with a Zen teacher to study the practice of Zen. He said that he sat down across from this Zen master who then fixed him a cup and began to pour some tea into that cup. 
Now he kept pouring and pouring until the cup was full and began to run over, spilling tea all over the place. He said that he somewhat freaked out and tried to stop him and said, hey, you're spilling the tea. The Zen master continued to pour the tea as he told him, you are like this cup. I cannot teach you anything else. Your cup is already full. In order to learn the practice of Zen here from me, you will have to empty your cup. So what exactly is the moral here of the story? Now, you see, whenever we have the opportunity to learn something new from someone else, we tend to come into the situation already with uh, preconceived notions and ideas about what we might learn. I very much at the time related to this story because I had just finished a great course series on the meaning of life, which was very dense and very long. I had already come into this looking for competing versions of different philosophies and was looking for something new, but at the same time very much held on to what I I had already learned since it had struck me in so many different profound ways. So starting a new philosophy book on the subject of Zen, I very much related to this story. It was as if the Zen master had stood there across from me and had poured me a cup of tea and had told myself, there's nothing I can teach you. Your cup is already full. You're going to have to forget everything that you learned in that past course and through that past series of lectures if you want to have some sort of take some sort of value from me your cup is full there's no room for any more it's very much the same thing whenever we experience anything new if we go to a restaurant that has a different type of cuisine that we're not used to you know that we haven't tried very often you know trying new things such as new foods new tv genres new movies you know it we can find ourselves in a situation, for example, where my wife might want me to watch a rom-com, some Harry Met Sally or something like that. But I've got all these preconceived ideas and notions about what this movie's going to be like. Those are going to ultimately keep me from enjoying the movie or the art form or the restaurant or the lecture. So in life, I need to develop a practice of letting go of all of these things and approaching life with an empty cup, approaching new restaurants and new movies and new ideas, new philosophies, new teachers, new places of work, you know, uh, with, with an empty cup, with an open mind, so to speak, and an empty cup that will allow me to take in the next experience that life has in store for me. The same could be said for this podcast. Right now, my cup is full. I've got a full schedule and I'm putting in a lot of work and effort into this podcast. Now, if something new were to come my way in life, there's a good chance that I it might get neglected. I might not have time for it. Uh, not because I'm uninterested, but because my cup is already full. At some point, you have to empty the cup and pour out the podcast or your preconceived notions or ideas or whatever they are to make room for new ideas and personal growth in your life. Very much so, for example, with my son's hair. Um, 
you know, he got used to getting complimented on it and hearing good things about his hair. And he cut that hair and let it go and emptied his cup. And now when he logs on to a Zoom meeting, uh, his class still freaks out about his hair. They still say, hey, your hair looks great. We love the haircut. His soccer coach was telling him the other day that I really like your hair, Jesse. Good job with the, uh, with the, with the haircut. You know, everybody's been complimenting him on having cut his hair and his, his new hairstyle. See, those are compliments and ideas and gifts from the universe that he would not be able to enjoy had he not emptied his cup, had he not poured out his hair and approached life with an open mind and an emptiness about him that allowed the universe to fill him with new experiences and ideas and influences that are going to be a benefit to him. It's very much the same way when we meet new people. You might meet new people or new friends and have your concerns and desires and attachments to what you think they might be like, the type of people you think they might be. We all tend to make snap judgments. It's kind of human nature. It's kind of something that's been somewhat ingrained into us that we almost can't even help. But with practice, we can get better at it. You see, gossip will ruin a reputation of someone because then everyone that approaches that person, they hear the gossip and then they have preconceived ideas about what this person's like. See, we need to remember to judge people on their own merit, give everyone an empty cup and let them fill it with ideas and concepts. That way we can better assess the situation and determine who are the right people that we want in our lives. Well, that is all that I got for today, you guys. And I do thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Mr. Healthy Habits Show. Very much appreciate it. And uh, follow me on Instagram at philosophical.reminders. Please subscribe wherever you're following this podcast. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. Take care.